This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's fuck this shit. Hi, Christina. Hi, Audrey. Oh, no. Are you already sad? I've been sad all day. Like, no. I'm like, I'm like tearing up right now. Like, I, when I opened the Google Doc, Google Doc just now, I and it was taking forever to load and I was yelling at it. I was that's actually disi- disguising my sadness. You're projecting. I'm projecting. I'm so oh, my God, my cat. Okay. I'm so I know I've been talking about how sad I am like this is ending for like two weeks now. Even though it's not ending (laughs) and I'm going to see you in person next week and we're going to talk all summer and then we're going to be back in like three months. I know, but like, I don't know. It was a really cool, weird year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's going to be over and I know it's going to be probably the same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I don't deal well with change nothing's changing <laughs> what if you what if you replace me oh my god this is like a pure encapsulation of our dynamic is that <laughs> you are having a, a slight breakdown slash panic attack and i am laughing at you yeah yeah thanks for laughing at my pain <laughs> while we're live on dude air. it's gonna be fine it's i'm not gonna replace you i promise okay we can't add anyone else either we're not gonna add anybody else i'm too lazy to edit three people that, that would be too hard. That's that's a really good point. How do you feel now? I feel a little bit better. Do you feel better than you would have given the outcome of last night? Oh, wait, what? Sorry, that didn't really make any sense. Yeah, I was like... Do you feel better today <laughs> because the Blues won rather than the Bruins? Oh, absolutely. Did anyone really want the Bruins to win? We really thought that they were going to blow it. We thought that the Blues were absolutely going to blow it. I thought they had blown it. Like, I thought it was going to be just, like, one and done. It's over. Who wins game seven away? The Blues. The Blues do, I guess. Because you know what we forgot? The Blues have been notoriously good on the road this entire playoff run. And, you know, and, like, I've said this before, but I really do think that, like, home ice is a little bit overrated. And I think, like, this postseason has shown that. Ryan O'Reilly would agree with you, I think. That's right. Ryan O'Reilly. Have you been seeing, I I think it's Manny who's been retweeting all the tweets from like (laughs) saying that the Sabres won the trade and saying that Ryan O'Reilly is like a shit player. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I like he's overpaid and stuff. I love it. Ryan O'Reilly came up big, as you all know, since it'd be weird if you're listening to this and didn't watch game seven on Wednesday. He got like what, two goals? He got two goals last night. I mean, he's just like this amazing two-way player. Like, 
He's mm-hmm. been his team's leading scorer during the entire regular season. He's also up for um, the Selkie Award, which is like given to the, the NHL's best defensive forward. Here's the thing. I don't care. I don't care about the awards either because they are literally held in a high school prom venue in Vegas. And it is like we watched them last year and it is like the most embarrassing event. I was just about to say, I think that was like the first thing that we watched together where we were like, we should watch this so we can get prepared for our podcast, Uh which is honestly so sweet. It was so fucking boring. It's horrible. It's so badly. You know who should host the NHL awards? You you and me. Yeah. Absolutely. People would love it. Why hasn't that happened yet? Um, Probably because we swear a lot on Twitter (laughs) and are not famous. No, but about Ryan O'Reilly, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, qu- quick question. Yeah. I have said publicly, and I stand by my statement, that I think Ryan O'Reilly is very hot. He is. Why do people think he's not? I think it's the beard that, that throws people off. I, I like the beard. I think he looks good with the beard. I mean, I would like it if he cleaned it up, like, a little bit. But it's, it's a, a playoff right beard. It's a playoff beard. You can't really take the, that face value. Hmm. No pun intended. <laughs> oh, my God. How bad do you think it smells? I don't know. He seems like the type of guy who uses product on his facial hair. Because he has so much facial hair. Yeah. Anyway, back to the game. (laughs) Um, He's also the first player since your favorite, Wayne Gretzky, to score in four separate games in the final. Good for him. Good for Ryan. Good for him. He's telling the haters to back off. By winning the Stanley Cup. By winning the Stanley Cup. It's really funny because like what you were saying about Manny and Twitter is that now everybody who said Ryan O'Reilly was like a trash overrated player in Buffalo is going to be looking for a literal knockoff Ryan O'Reilly for their own team now. Oh, for sure. Two-way players like that don't just grow on trees. There's only like 10 of them and that's why they get paid. Right. It was just sort of an incredible game to watch. Just because the the Bruins came on hard and fast in the first. They were peppering Bennington. Yeah. And he was awesome. And I like, I know, I know, I know. And the Blues defense was yeah. non-existent in the first period. I was like, they're fucked. They're absolutely fucked. This is going to be like a 7-2 game. Yeah, like he he single-handedly blocked 12 shots. It was an amazing game for him. And like, I know he's canceled. I know. But what a fucking amazing story. Like a fourth string goalie yeah. is out there making these stops. It's it's incredible. It was really fun to watch. I wish that this was happening to like Malcolm Subban or something. Yeah. I would love to see that. I don't really like praising like a guy who is clearly an idiot, but it's fine. Whatever. It's the NHL. Like, what can you expect? I don't know how many shots on goal the Blues had in the first period. Four. Four? And they scored on two of them. Jesus Christ. What a dumb sport. (laughs) Also, it's amazing that I know this. You've come so far. I really, yeah, we'll do the retrospective later. As we go on, we remember... That Christina never learned hockey <laughs> until this season. Okay, we're not putting that one in the podcast. <laughs> so they got, they, they scored, they converted two shots in the first period. And I mean, the second period was like, they looked unstoppable. And then in the third, they fucking put it away. And I think of it with the third goal, I think we all knew it was over. Yes, absolutely. And I think also there was, Biddington made this save on Joachim Nordstrom. I think it was in the beginning of the third, where it was like this pad save where he was like completely laid out backwards. And I was like, really cool. Oh, fuck. They're not getting a single goal tonight. I was like, he's going to shut the Bruins out. And the Bruins hadn't been shut out since, 
I think January 10th or something absurd like that. And I mean, it did, it ended up not being a shutout, but I was like, oh shit, he like is for real. He has <laughs> business. Yeah. How sick would it have been if they had gotten a, a shutout? I would have busted. Yeah. I was so ready to accept the fact that like Dave Portnoy was going to drink out of the Stanley Cup last night. Nope. You know what I would like to, you know what I'd like to bring up? Oh, please. What would you like to segue into here? I, I would like to segue into the fact that actually the Puck Bunnies won the Stanley Cup. I think we've we've done this. We did it all by ourselves because in response to Dave Portnoy's awful towel, we made, with the help of our friend Aaron, our very own good towel. Very good towels that have gone through several rounds of copyright violations. <laughs> <laughs> and they are now okay. They look good. They still <laughs> they look, look really good. good. They have no blues logos on them anymore. But you, they know. are blue. We know. We know. We know you know. It's fine. <laughs> so one of my favorite things that we've done all season is we did make a response towel to uh, David Portnoy's raising money for the Hope Clinic in the St. Louis area, which is an abortion clinic. So we raised... Over a thousand dollars. Over a thousand dollars. But ever since we released the towels, I think the Bruins have only won once. Since we released the towels, the Bruins did not win a single home game. And then the Blues won the Stanley Cup. So all I'm saying is that, like, we did it. You and me. Everyone who's bought one, thank you so much. We're so happy to be able to contribute to this cause in this, like, bizarre, ultra-specific way. And um, the good news is if you have not bought one yet, there's still, I think, a week before they're going to start printing them and they should be delivered like the first week of July. And whenever you get them, I would love to see pictures of oh what my God, you do please. with them. Please. Yes. I don't care if it's you like washing your dishes with them or if it's you hanging it up on the wall or if it's you jacking off into it. Don't send us that one. <laughs> I'm going to turn mine into a crop top. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> like a, like a little tube, like a little a loincloth. That would be sick. <laughs> so two of them together. Oh my God. It's been great. It's been so so cool to see that. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for supporting us, and also thank us for winning the Stanley Cup. Yes, you're welcome. What would you do on your day with the Stanley Cup? I don't know. I guess I would like put my cat in it. <laughs> <laughs> I would put Dido in the Stanley yeah, Cup. She would love it. Cup. She would never get out. She would sleep in it for sure. Would you eat anything out of it? No, I think that's gross. I also think that's gross. I don't like when they eat or drink out of it. I don't think they should I would drink out of it. They're going to get sick. Yeah, but like, whatever. Oh, God. My thing is, when the guys who take care of the Stanley Cup carry it around, do they also just carry, like, a thing of Clorox wipes with them? Absolutely. You got to. On the bottom, probably, it's like a little secret compartment, and it's got, like, you pop it open, and it's got the wipes. Got some bleach in there. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I think that's what Lord Stanley would have wanted. Some hand sanitizer. (laughs) Some antibiotics. (laughs) You know, condoms. A (laughs) Z-pack. Oh my god. There is this really precious picture of, like, on the blues plane of Ryan O'Reilly holding the Con Smith? Is that how you say it? Or Smythe? Con Smythe. That's so stupid. I don't even know what that one means. Whatever. I think it's like best player, right? It's MVP. It's the MVP trophy. (laughs) We're learning. We're learning as we're going. We're growing and learning. He's like double fisting the Stanley Cup and the cons knife. And then he also has like a really weird beverage, which is a bottle. A bottle of Guinness. Dude, you're supposed to be like partying. You're going to go to sleep. I would pass out after maybe three sips of Guinness. I know. Just put me to bed. And then the other part that was really funny is that 
You can see what else they were drinking, which is a bottle of Josh wine. Like the stuff that you buy at Target. <laughs> yeah, that I buy at Target. I'm like, oh my God, I bought that Cabernet. Wow. I'm just like a Stanley Cup champion. This is two beverages that I would only choose if I wanted to go to sleep immediately are red wine and Guinness. Somebody needs to teach them about spiked seltzer. I would put spiked seltzer in the, in the cup. Oh my God, that would be the most basic shit ever. I love it. Do you think that they're going to be crazier or less crazy than the Capitals were last last year? Listen, man, I'm going to be a total homer about this. I don't there's think there's no any way, way. Be more. There's yeah. no way, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no way. If they have any chance of matching the Caps, they need to go out tonight. I need to see them spraying random people with beverage dispensers at restaurants. You didn't see Colton? No, I mean like, you know, the hoses that you take from behind the counter. Did they do that? Yeah, they did that. <laughs> Nick Backstrom did that, which is how you know they went fucking insane. Nikki! I need to see them get getting on a party bus and dragging a bunch of random strangers to go to the tattoo parlor to all get their really awful Stanley Cup tattoos. I need to see them ordering pizza to the tattoo place. I need to see it all. If you're going to do it, you're going to copy them. Like, we got to get going. <laughs> the thing is, like, nobody will match the caps swimming in the fountain in Georgetown. No, that was here just frat boy energy. Right. That was terrifying. But you know what? I think they're going to have their own special kind of nice subdued. I mean, like relatively subdued. They're going to have a dinner party. <laughs> I want a camera on Keith the whole time. Oh, like Keith Kachuk. the entire Kachuk family needs to be wearing GoPros this week. Matthew Brady, not there. No, they are at training camp. They're at bad boy camp. Keith sent them to bad boy camp to keep them out of trouble because he knew the Blues were going to win. Keith just didn't want his his like fake sons around his real son, which is Robert Thomas. Keith and Chantal were like, oh shit, if they win the cup, we're only going to get like two tickets to anything. So boys, you're going to camp and <laughs> Keith and Chantel are going to go out all week and they're going to go off and it's going to be great. I know. I just, I want to hang out with them. I want to be with them at the parade. He's going he's gonna to be on the float, I guess. Oh, I would hope so. I would just like to take a moment to reflect on the fact that the Blues were like the last place team. How many more times can we say that, do you think? We can say it like one more time. Did you know that in January... The Blues were in the last place in the league. On God? Oh, on God? <laughs> in the NHL? In the NHL, in life, in general. Would you like to hear my hot take? They're not a good hockey team. <laughs> Do good hockey teams exist? I'm beginning to doubt it. No, I mean, and like, I think what this, what this playoffs have shown me is that like the Stanley Cup finals are not about selecting. They're not about skill. The best team does not win. Right. I mean, the Washington Capitals won last year. Come on. <laughs> they were not the best No. <laughs> no, they just got some lucky bounces, as they say. Is that something they say? Yeah. If you look at them, just like the Bruins compared to the Blues, that's a matchup that, like, the Bruins win probably eight times out of ten. They were, like, in the top three teams in the league this year, I would say. Just in terms of, you know, five-on-five goals and special teams and stuff like and that. And star power. And star power. The Bruins had this in the bag, but... Like we said, the Stanley Cup is not about picking the best team. It's all about who gets hot at the right time. Right. And the Blues had Bennington. They had Ryan O'Reilly. They had Jaden Schwartz, who got hot at the right time, and Vladimir Tarasenko, who got hot at the right time. And the Bruins, who first line, might as well have not played the entire series. They're dead. They're dead to me. And they were also dead to their team. And Zidane Chara, who I'm pretty sure legally died. 
I'm like worried about him. I hope he's okay. Did he cry? Were there there were videos of him crying? God, the pictures of Marshan, like just eyebrows knit, like sobbing. They're so sad, but they're also really so sad. Funny. He's making like a, a comic face. Yeah, though he looks ridiculous. Apparently, David Pasternak was was crying so hard that his visor fogged up. Yes, I did see that. I was really upset. I know those are nice boys. Those are good boys. I know. They were all just like sobbing in the locker room. I hate when they show them crying after they lose. That's like my least favorite part. I think it's important to see them cry. So you know how, you know the context. Exactly. I do. That's very you. You know what? You forgot to mention. What? The Blues had someone that the Bruins didn't. They had Michael Delzato. They had Michael Delzato, the heart and soul of the team who hasn't played since like March 20th. Is he still, like, on the roster? DJ MDZ. How does that work? Like, does he get a day with Conk? No, absolutely not. There's a certain level of eligibility that you have to meet to, like, get your name on the Stanley Cup, and I don't think he's met it. Like, you need to have played a certain number of games with the team. Does he get a ring? Dude, I don't know. I'm going to ask him. Do you think if, if I DM'd him right now and asked him? Does he have Twitter? You could DM him on Instagram. <laughs> He'll definitely check those. He will definitely check those. I'm not a porn star, so he probably won't respond to me. You're a blonde woman, so odds <laughs> are good. A woman with a mouth. Yeah, so that's, odds that's are all good. he's really looking for. Odds are very good. So because it's our last show of the season, we asked people to call in with their favorite moments of the season. But first, before we start doing that, we have a couple of calls to take care of some random business. Hey, bunnies. I paused the podcast uh, exactly one minute and 45 in just to say, please make us playlists, make each other playlists and share them with us as part of the Patreon uh, stuff or just part of the world. Thank you. Love the show. Bye. Okay. Well, um, I'm constantly doing that. We'll make playlists for the Patreon. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it for money. I'll do it for love. We'll start doing it tomorrow. Who knows? I'll start doing it right now. I'll stop recording this podcast and I'll start making pocket or playlists. Playlists. Yeah. <laughs> just pivot completely to music. No, that's a really good idea. We should, we should start doing that. And just so you know, I at least, and I, I Audrey will too, I'm going to be doing a lot more stuff on the Patreon, like writing this summer. So the Patreon will be more active when we're not recording a podcast per week. We got a text that says, hey, girls, I'm new to Puck Bunnies, but your shit is awesome. When you come to Vancouver, what podcasts are you going on? I don't want to miss it. Our own. I don't know if we're even going on any podcasts. We might go on Real Good Show, depending on what Justin is doing, or Justin might come on our show. We're definitely having the Roxy Fever Boys on. We're going to do at least three episodes while we're there. Uh, anyway, yes, we go to Vancouver next week. We will absolutely keep you posted. You will be sick of our faces by the time we leave. Can we, like, Periscope? Is that a thing that people still do? No, definitely not. Periscope is dead. Instagram Live. <gasps> yeah, we had so many cute videos of us the last time. I want to... I look at them when I'm sad. All right, here's the last taking care of business text that we got. This is a very us question. Which players would be most likely to unironically say, just can't help being a Gemini? I, I've got a good one. Oh, me too. Who's yours? Eric Carlson. I was going to say that one. No. Absolutely Eric Carlson, though. Oh, my God. Nikita Kucherov is, is a Gemini. That's Also cursed. a good candidate for this may be Matt Barzal. I can see him having, like, co-star and, like, getting really into just, oh, Dougie Hamilton. I could also see him saying that. Yeah, probably those guys. 
Dougie Hamilton rolling up to the function 30 minutes late. Sorry, this is just Gemini season. Hi, Puck Bunnies. This is Aaron from Los Angeles. Um, my favorite moment of this season is pretty obvious. It's something that brought the whole Puck Bunnies community together, and it showed what can happen when you're vocal and standing up for what you believe and you show off in, in the face of haters, of course. I'm talking about Audrey proving the medicinal value of warm, day-old Gatorade. That was uh, an awesome moment for me, um, knowing that I am uh, correct in uh, leaving a bottle of Gatorade by my nightstand when I'm sick. So uh, thanks for a great season. Uh, bye. Funny Aaron, you should thank mention you. that. I'm literally drinking warm orange Gatorade right now. Oh my god, Audrey told me Woo! she's like getting getting some Gatorade right after the gym and I was like, is it orange? And she's like, obviously. Yeah, duh. Thank you so much. That was a big moment for me as well. It's like my favorite forced meme of the entire season is that we love Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> that we're all fermenting Gatorade. My our, favorite fun our- fact that I learned about you this season is that you never drank jungle juice in college. Not yet. Yeah. I Ooh. think in Vancouver. Oh! <gasps> We should drink Jungle Juice on Instagram <laughs> Live. Yes. Man, I love being 18. I, we're going to just fully regress. I plan on being on that ho shit for Dumb four straight days. For four days. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, this is Beth. And my favorite moment from this season was when the NHL had to release an official statement telling Brad Marchand to stop licking people. On the one hand, I don't think anyone should get licked at work, but on the other hand, no one got a concussion, and I still feel like there's a lot to like with that. Thanks. I also love that moment. Uh, did you see the meme going around of, like, <laughs> Marshan crying, and then, like, it was photoshopped of him licking himself crying? <laughs> <laughs> I love this sport! It's, it's so, so good! Stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid! Oh, man. Oh, poor Bradley. I'm looking forward to his Instagram antics over the summer because this is going to be the... Does he get up to shit on Instagram? He's never had an Instagram before this year. Um, I know he's very active on Twitter. Off-season hockey Instagram content rocks because it's just like, we're golfing, we're fishing, we're at a sushi restaurant, we're training. (laughs) Those are the only four activities that they're allowed to do. We're with our kids. We're with our kids. We're on vacation. They do love to go have sushi. They love it. They love it. What is that about? I guess maybe they don't have sushi in Canada. That's not true. Dude, that is so untrue. We're only going to be eating sushi. Yeah. And so as a good, really good friend of Audrey, what I've been doing is Googling places that Audrey can eat in Vancouver. And we're going to just be eating like, we're going to get mercury poisoning. We're going to eat so much sushi because that's all Audrey can have. It's true. It's raw fish, berries, and nuts because Audrey is a bear. (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) All right, let me read you this text that we got. Hi, Puck Bunnies. I have no idea if this will work. Man, I wish I had a good Scottish accent for reading this text. I have no idea if this will work or not because I'm from Scotland and have never texted an American number before. Also, also didn't want to phone in and startle people with my accent. No, next no, time you got to do that. Anyway, season-long listener, first-time caller in that. Highlights of the season were where godly moonchild Elias Pedersen blessed us all with his presence. <laughs> Dougie Hamilton grew a beautiful mane of a mullet. Brad Marchand bammed everyone up all season, along with bonafide stallion Charles McAvoy. I, oh no. <laughs> uh, blues to win the cup, Bruins to cry, and Barstool to go bust. 
P.S. This can't be the last. You have to do a summer podcast to discuss where Biddington gets his Stanley Cup tattoo. Big up elite tradesman Jim Benning. <laughs> Thanks, Lori. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Lori, next time you have to call in. Like, I, wa- I want to hear that accent. Where is Bennington going to get his tattoo? He's going to get, like, a really shitty one on his ass, I bet. They're all going to get, like, forearm tattoos. They're so bad. The only person who has good tattoos in the NHL is Carey Price. That's correct. He has some sexy ones. He does. They're very good. Dougie Hamilton's mullet, also one of my favorite bows of the season, I gotta say. I could not look at it directly. I wonder if he keeps it. No, he cut it off. <gasps> it was a playoff mullet. Yeah, it was his playoff mullet. Well, I think he sh- I think the whole year should be the playoff. You should treat every game like it's a playoff game. Come on, guys. Seriously. Every day. Yeah, that's how you What win. is Rod even doing down there? Hey, um, this is Mallory. And uh, obviously my favorite moment of this season was the adoption of my new son, Petey, um, which is great. I think Christina said that I should say that you guys are very beautiful, which you are. You're very beautiful and cool and smart and all of those many things. Okay. I'm going to literally go to therapy now. Bye. Mallory, thank you so much for feeding, for uh, letting me feed you that line. (laughs) We're all those things. One of my favorite moments from the season has been meeting people like Mallory and just finding like weird hockey Twitter accounts that have become my friends. The Canucks especially have a really fun Twitter presence. They're insane. And I mean, like we we talked about this before. It's because of Botch. Speaking of Petey, I got to say... One of my favorite moments of the season was going to the Caps-Canucks game in D.C. and seeing Petey in person and losing my goddamn mind. He's like the future of the sport. He's so cool. He's an alien. I wish you had seen me just pressed up against the glass. There's Baby. Is he in Sweden right now? Where is he? He's having a nice summer. He's he's, he's on Mars with his family. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's back on his home planet. Leave him alone. Hi, Bunny. It's just calling to say that the best hockey moment this season was when the Canes swept the aisles, and the best Puck Bunny's moment of the season was when y'all read the entire cookout menu on air. Um, I hope the Blues beat the Bruins and that the Carolina Checkers win their first Calder trophy. Um, Carolina is a hockey state. Um, that's all. Bye. Wow. This caller predicted the future. Both those things came true. I have to say, probably the top moment for me of this whole experience of doing puck bunnies and like NHL this season was going to see the Hurricanes like win their first playoff game. Yes, absolutely. It seems like pretty obvious for like that to be my favorite, but holy shit. We were on our feet the entire time. I was there. I was with my best friend. Life altering. We both experience. looked hot. It was uh <laughs> I only had one panic attack the entire weekend. Success. Did you have a panic attack? Yeah, it was on the train on the way to Raleigh. Remember? Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> I got there and I was like, sorry, I've been sweating for the past two hours because I was having just like a full fucking panic attack on the train. That was just the dumbest bitch trip because we didn't eat. We drank no. for 48 hours. We didn't have a full meal until after the game on Sunday night. And that was when you got the salad at the bar. I didn't even eat it. Okay, now I'm going to read the text. 
My favorite moment from this season was probably around game seven or eight of the Sabres 10 uh, game winning streak. It kind of felt like that feeling when you would wake up as a kid and find out it was a snow day, unexpected, overwhelmingly positive and surreal. It was the first time I felt hope or optimism around the team since 2011 or 2012, and it gave me a reason to look forward to watching them in the evening. Obviously, it didn't work out the way it looked like it was going to at first, but our young core and new management give me hope for more feelings like that, maybe as soon as next season. I think that's bright. I think that's also a very sweet message. And I, they just re-signed Jeff Skinner for way too much money. Just the right amount of money, in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> They should give him also, more. Also, <laughs> a really fun callback is I was uh, listening to our first episode that we ever recorded today at work. I did not. I got like 15 minutes through it. I was like, this, I, I'm getting like secondhand anxiety. Secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> we were, it was a different show back then. It really was. And we talked about Jeff Skinner on the first episode of our podcast. And here we are on the last one talking about Jeff Skinner. Uh, he is making too much money, though. But I think Buffalo has a lot to be excited about. I would love to see them like. Maybe do like a blues style run at the cup next year. Maybe we should go to Buffalo next year. And we can hear the goal song. You just want to go to Buffalo so you could hit on Jack Eichel in person. I would like to see it. <laughs> I would like- <laughs> uh, hi, Puck Monies. Um, I just, uh, I wanted to call. I wanted to let you know what my favorite uh, part of the season was. And my favorite Puck Bunnies moment was, uh, my favorite uh, moment of the season was actually, like, just recently. It has nothing to do with the NHL. Um, just uh, last year's ECHL uh, championships, champions, uh, they won the Kelly Cup, and they're not giving it back. They're not giving the trophy back. I love that story. It's my favorite hockey story of the year. Um, I love it. They're just not giving the trophy back. That's so good. Um, and my favorite... Puck Bunny's moment. Um, I liked it when you played my message. I also liked uh, the Sean Gentilly episode. I, I like Sean a lot. He's a very funny, pleasant guy. Uh, you guys should have Ryan Lambert on. Bye. What? Ha- I, I, I read a story about it. They just didn't give it back. Do they have to make a new one? I think they are just making a new one. I like that that's the option. It's just like, well, I think that's cool. They should do that. Do they give it a new name? Kelly Cup 2. The Cuppening. That's great that you like Sean's episode about Ryan. Sorry, we no longer have male guests on the show. Yeah, so we don't do that anymore. We're done with that. We don't, we're done with that. We're not going to count Justin, and we're also not going to count the Roxy Fever boys. They are honorary girls. Okay, you can read this text. Wow, thank you so much. Fuck you. <laughs> I read the last one. Okay, I'll read this one. God. Hey, Audrey and Christina. This is Lauren from Indiana. I've spent the last month or so binging the podcast. Stop vaping right now. (laughs) Go! I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I thought that you couldn't... You know what? It's really funny. I thought you couldn't see me because, like, I'm looking at the the text. Okay. Okay. This is Lauren from Indiana. (laughs) I've spent the last month or so binging the podcast from the beginning. So thank you for all the hilarity and entertainment you guys have provided me at the end of a stressful school year. My favorite moment of this year is probably my sweetie, Dylan Larkin, reaching 30 goals. It's what he deserves. Also, don't know how he led the team in penalty minutes when he has never done anything (laughs) wrong in his entire life. Uh, Here's hoping the Red Wings don't suck so much ass next year. Also, Christina, we should totally go to a Blackhawks Stars game so we can be blessed by the presence of Tyler and Jamie. Love the show. 
keep up the amazing. I would love to go to a, a, a game with you. That would be kind of fun. Do a little meetup. If you're if you're a girl or honorary girl, you can, you can come. <laughs> you can, you can come. come hang out with me. You're allowed to come. Yeah, I, I love Dylan Larkin. I think he's great. What's really funny is that, like, they really picked up their play at the end of the season. Like, they were winning games. They were winning a significant amount Why of did games they do that? when it didn't matter anymore. I think that they psychologically need the pressure to be taken off. Hmm. They need to do some team bonding over the summer, I think. I think they should go on vacation together. How cute would that be? They should go on a cruise. Yeah, do some board games, like do some trust falls, and just like remind yourself that you don't have to care about the pressure. You do, because they, they're paid to play a sport. It can be fun. They should focus on the fun part of it. Hi, Bunnies. It's Justin in Vancouver. Just calling in to let you know that my favorite moments from this season were... Oh, boy. A couple options here. I would go with probably Christina uh, extorting her Neopest boyfriend or uh, Audrey finding a mouse in her bed. Unless you meant the hockey season and not this season of Puff Bunnies, in which case... Uh, my favorite moment was probably the, uh, oh boy, I want to go with Elias Pettersson's first goal in his first game, because that was pretty great, and you kind of knew right from the get-go he was going to be something special, but my favorite moment for real was that insane 7-6 shoot-the-lights-out game uh, between the Canucks and Avalanche way back in early November. That was the best game that any teams played. In the entire season, hell, I will even apply it to the playoffs. Nothing has been better than that game this year. Except listening to you two. Anyways, congrats on a full season, and I can't wait to see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Were we recording when you found the mouse? No. I was just telling you that my house had mice, and then I told you that I had found the mouse in my bed. Justin, thank you so much for calling. And Justin, thank you for being our first guest. Our first guest. Our first guest as an honorary woman. I've really enjoyed getting to know Justin this season. As as you guys know from Puck Bunny's lore, Justin and I have met. We met for like 30 minutes when he was staying in my my apartment with my with my roommate Connor. And we talked about hockey and I told him that I was gonna start a podcast with you. And he's like, That sounds like a great idea. And, and it was. was. Clearly. We're gonna go hang out with Justin next week. I'm so excited. We're all just gonna like hold each other. God, I love PD so much. This is actually a Connect <laughs> podcast. Damn, I love that boy. Um, I think I watched that game, but I love the ads. I love the Connects. Both of us it's so like fun t- when they play each watched other. Watched a significant amount of Connects games, more than any like anyone probably should. It's because it's like soothing. Yeah, this is like a nice lullaby to put me to sleep. Your game start at ten thirty at night, and I just like watch PD doing his deeks. And then I go to bed. I'm really excited for PD Brock content this summer. Oh, God. They're going to be at the lake house together. and We're going to scream. Everyone I know is just like waiting, waiting for the post of him and those glasses, little glasses. Can we recreate Brock and PD pictures? Oh, yeah. On the bridge. Where yeah. he looks so cool. Uh, we got a text. Uh, I am still not over. Precious angel Sebastian Ajo saying what everyone else was thinking when he called Justin Williams daddy. Exact quote was more like, he can be like daddy to me. Thanks for all that you do, Puck Bunnies. <laughs> we love that. We are big Justin Williams fans on the podcast, both as a father figure and as a father figure. 
uh, your friend's hot dad. That's just your friend's hot dad who's doing yard work while you're in the pool. No, that was actually a really cute. Somebody asked him, like, how has your relationship with Justin Williams affected the season you've had or something? And he was basically like, he's a great teammate. Like, he's a good friend. He meant to be like, he's like a father figure to me. But it came out, he can be like daddy to me. (laughs) And we were like, same. He can be like that. I am so excited for their... They have, like, so much ahead of them, that team. Dude, they have so many draft picks. They have so many draft picks. They have so much money. I can't wait to see how they spend it. I would like to see it. North Carolina, come on and raise up. Hey, this is Catherine from Detroit. I'm calling to say that my two favorite moments in hockey this year, I think, had to be... The moment I realized that Hamilton the pig existed and seeing him in his little wagon, um, which sent me into absolute paroxysms of delight. Um, or when Eric Johnson from the Avs made that post on Instagram uh, that says, thanks to this superstar, Dr. Millet, for putting me back together and to all of his amazing staff here in Vail. Can't wait to get back on the ice better than ever. Road to recovery starts today. Thanks for the support, Avs fans. And someone asked him what happened, and he says vasectomy. <laughs> because I really think that encapsulates everything hockey is really about. All right. Uh, can't wait to hear the summer episodes. Thanks. Bye. Catherine, I'm so glad that you called in about Eric Johnson, known horse girl Eric Johnson of the Colorado Avalanche. I'm obsessed with him. I think that he's incredibly attractive. He has zero teeth. But if you do not think that Eric Johnson is hot, you're a coward. Like, that's simply the truth. Yeah, he can, like, suck on You want to keep going yeah, with this? Yeah, get all the algae out. Like, that's, that's what right. he would do to you. I love Eric Johnson because... Like a lot of hockey players, he has, like, a burner Instagram account. Oh, really? He comments on, like, all the Avalanche's official posts. He's a poster. He's a born poster. He'll comment on them, like, trade Eric Johnson. He just, like, trolls everybody. Um, He'll, like, reply to fans. Is he American? Yeah, I think he's from Minnesota. We love a Minnesota boy. He's really fucking funny. Yeah, that's all I had to say about this call. <laughs> I'm just glad somebody talked about Eric Johnson so I can. Yeah, maybe next season is the season I get into the Avs. It wasn't It wasn't this season for me. I got into so many other teams. You did so much work. You did so much like work. I learned so many names of boys. So many boys. That learned. is just incredible to me. Like, just what has been pushed out of my brain? The amount of Dylans alone that you had to learn this season. And the amount of Dylans that I care about. At least five. Dylan Strom, I'm inviting him to my party on your housewarming yeah, party. Yeah, I think he might come. Would you like to read this text? Yes. Hey, bunnies. Don't know if you've recorded yet, but I wanted to wait until I told you my favorite moment of the season. It's this moment right here. I saw the Blues win the cup from the Enterprise standing next to my brother and father. I screamed until my voice went hoarse and I high-fived every stranger I saw until my arms went numb. I'm 26 years old in a month and I've lived in St. Louis my whole life. I leave for California for a job in October, and I'm so thankful I got to have the perfect ending for the time in my hometown with my family. I imagine this is similar to what Audrey felt last year, and I will never forget this feeling forever. Anyway, this message is long enough. I'm going to go pass out in a bar now. Thanks for a great first season of Puck Bunnies, and I can't wait for next season. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It is.
is oh i love i can't wait for my team to win because i want to high five a bunch of people nobody's stopping you remember how many people we high-fived in north carolina we high five oh my god that was so great yeah that's what it's oh. like that's what it's about i'm so glad that like you know you got to have this experience before you moved away and it's like as someone who's who's moved across the country several times now uh and lives far away from home it's like it, i'm so glad you got to have that just like you know guide you to your new journey it's so cool i legitimately i do hope that everybody who listens to this gets to experience it once in your mm-hmm. life to have any one of your teams win any championship that you're into it's it's the best yeah it's the best the only thing better is probably getting like lexi brown to follow you back on twitter yeah or like getting married having a kid graduating getting a great new job or something like that yeah those things are probably better but we don't know we don't know for sure whenever you have one of those shits that like just comes out and like then you wipe and there's nothing that's the same that's the same feeling (laughs) that's the same one shot one kill (laughs) <laughs> one shit, one flush. <laughs> is that all? Nope. I have a game for you now. Uh-oh. This is a game called the Make Christina Cry Challenge. Oh, I'm already, I'm already tearing up just because you said that. There are some messages that we received that I did not share with you. What? That I wanted to read to you now. Oh, no, I'm already. I'm like pre <laughs> to see how long it takes for you to start okay, crying. You can't. You, you can't them. count this one. Okay, just take a couple moments to gather yourself. All right, all right. And then I'll read them. Okay. Do they make you cry? <laughs> Nothing makes you cry. You don't care about this podcast or me at all. All right, are yeah. you ready? All right, here we go. Here's the first text that we got this week. Hi, bunnies. My favorite moment of the season was when I discovered this podcast. My best friend and I only became hockey fans last year with the Caps run. And when I quickly became way more obsessed than her this year, this podcast was the perfect find for me. Thanks for lots of hockey analysis and laughs. Ainsley. (laughs) She's literally already crying. Oh my god, this is so embarrassing. Because that's what we did. You want to get hit with another one? Yeah. Okay. Not a question, but a sincere thank you. Amid the stress of graduating college, trying to find a job, and the caps going down in round one, y'all have kept me interested in watching the rest of the playoffs, so thanks for that. Blues boat forever, and fuck Barstool. Oh my god. Because, like, yeah, like, it's so weird that people, oh my god, I'm like, I'm fully crying. This is so fucking embarrassing. (laughs) This year has been insanely hard for me just because I relocated cities and then I was, and I was unemployed for like six months and like doing this every week. And I think that's why I'm sad, you know, because like this Mm -hmm. really got me through it. So to hear that like we helped other people get through stuff is like very emotional for me. Are you having fun? Is this fun? Is yeah, this fun I am. for you? This, I am. I'm having so much fun right now. You're like watching me cry on camera, and you're like, "This is this is what I wanted to do tonight." This is exactly the vision I had for this fun. <laughs> Are there more? Yeah, there's oh, more. No. All right, here we go. I don't think you're ready for this one, honestly. Oh, the fun you had recording the show made me fall in love with the sport again. Cheers to a great season, Tom from Michigan. Oh, oh my God, Tom. <laughs> Oh my god that's so sweet no one should ever take what we do as as heartwarming but i'm glad that somebody <laughs> did all right we got one call hey audrey hey christina it's jackson um my favorite moment from this season was uh making friends with you guys um the 
hockey season was actually pretty shitty and punishing with all uh, goings on with the Vancouver Canucks and um, especially with Jason Botchford dying and something um, that I've been thinking about more since Botch died is how much you should tell people when they have an effect on you and when uh, they mean something to you. So I just wanted you guys to know that you've been the uh, the best part of my NHL season and uh, that uh, that and, and doing Roxy Fever, which uh, I don't think I would have started doing if I hadn't listened to Fuck Bunny and enjoyed it so much. So um, we're going to miss you guys during the off season. Have a good one. Oh my god. <laughs> I have like can you see? Yes. Oh, okay. I want you guys to understand that I'm not like faking it right now. I have like tears like streaming down my face. Jackson, that's so sweet. And and it's been one of my favorite parts of the season too. Just like making oh my you you fucking suck right now. I hate your ass. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> like, fuck me for having feelings, right? <laughs> anyway, no, and I'm so happy that, that we're friends with you, Jackson. I just, I love all, all our Vancouver friends so much. And like, a big benefit of doing this show that I never expected was how many friends I would make. Yeah. I really thought it was just going to be like me and you. And then, like, just doing a stupid podcast that, like, 50 people listen to every week. The fact that literally anybody listens to this show is a miracle. <laughs> that I have to remind myself about every single day. <laughs> I think for both of us, just because of our brains, it's a really weird feeling for me to feel proud of something and for me to say that I'm, like, proud of something. And I'm proud of this. I'm proud of what we did. And I'm proud that, like, we've we've met so many, like, people. And I'm so happy that we inspired you to make Roxy Fever the only uh, anti-cop pro-feminist podcast about the Vancouver Connects. You should like and subscribe. All right. Here's the last text oh, we got. Okay. It's just a short one. It's just a short okay. one. It just says, I'm going to miss you guys. Oh, no, I'm going to miss you too. We're <laughs> like going up. No, we're still going to do something this summer. I feel like we'll probably, you know, we're doing like three next week. I'll probably make Audrey do like one more with me or something like in. Guys, it's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm telling all of you that it's going to be fine. I'm telling mostly Christina <laughs> that it's going to be fine. Just like openly weeping. Okay. Wasn't that a fun oh, game? Yeah, it was super fun. I'm having a great time. That's it. That's all I've got. Well, I have something to say to you. Oh, no. Here we go. Thank you so much for, like, going down this weird journey with me. We really, like, I joke about this being just a, a bit that got out of hand, but it really was. Mm -hmm. And I think the moment that I realized that you were as serious about it as I was, was just like, it was just so much fun. Like, this has just been a really fun thing, a really unexpected thing. And I'm I'm so happy that we're friends and I'm so happy that we get to keep doing this and performing our friendship for thousands of people. And I'm so excited to see you next week. Oh my God. How long do you think we're going to hug in the airport? Like an uncomfortable amount of time. You get there before me. Are you going to make me a sign? Oh, well, now I feel like now I feel like I have Please to, don't. but <laughs> Please don't. It would be so embarrassing. <laughs> okay, I won't make you a sign. But I'm glad we're friends. Do you have any more moments that you want to talk about? Oh, like my first hockey game. Oh my god. That was it was a really bad hockey game actually. It was a really bad hockey game. No. Here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the time that I saw TJ Oshie in the flesh 
Oh my god, Christina, I thought you were gonna die. It was a little overwhelming because I had been seeing his beautiful face and loving him from afar, and then he was right there. I don't know if we've covered this enough on the podcast, but for Christina, like, TJ Oshi is her day one. From this time last year. Even though even though they're not really my team anymore, he's still... She saw TJ Oshi and was like, this is a sport for me, <laughs> and here we are. Do you have any memories you would like to share? I Yeah, I would. Here's one of my favorite memories of the season. Arriving at our Airbnb in Raleigh (laughs) and knocking on the door and you opening the door and me not even seeing your face just barreling directly (laughs) into your arms. What if I had been someone else? I would have been hugging somebody else for approximately 30 (laughs) seconds and screaming. This is like a very touchy-feely episode of Puck Buddies. We have got to end this soon. I'm so grateful that people actually listen to this I'm and that stunned. you guys have been so supportive, whether it's sending us questions every week or like tweeting at us or just entertaining our dumb shit or buying the blues boat towels or like watching games with us. It's been so fun and I'm so excited for all the stuff that we want to do in the future. And we have plans. Oh, we have plans. We're going to make moves. We're going to make more boats. We're going to build an empire. We're going to build a fleet of boats. No, we're not. I'm done with boats. We're we're moving on to tanks now. I sank the Blues boat and the Bruins boat last night in the Boston Harbor. They're they're at the bottom of the sea with all the tea. (laughs) Anyway, guys, we are going to be in Vancouver next week. You will be seeing a shit ton of draft content. Not draft direct related content, probably. You'll just see content. Unless we run into Jack Hughes on the street. That's not going to (laughs) happen. I can't believe I emotionally manipulated you so perfectly. We talk all the time. You know exactly like what would make me cry. This is a really, mm, that's this true. Is a really good game. And I can't even say like the call in next week with the because you can't call in. If you want to call in, you're more than welcome to. If you have any questions, if you have any feedback for us, you absolutely can call us over the summer. Or DM, whatever. If you have feelings that you would like to share, you can always call or text at 774-318-6952. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Keep doing it. Even when we're not releasing podcasts, just stay at it. That's helpful. Commit some light identity fraud and make multiple accounts and rate us on those. That's all we ask. It's not much. All we ask is that you do crimes for us. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cult. When you're not calling us with your personal problems, you can follow us on Twitter at PuckBunnies underscore pod and Instagram at at PuckBunniesPod, no underscore. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash PuckBunnies. There's going to be yeah. there's gonna be stuff on there. I'm going to do stuff. I'm going to do it. I'm Christina. I'm Audrey. And this has been Puck Bunnies. This has been season one of Puck Bunnies, bitch. Wow. I love you. There is freedom within There is freedom without Try to catch the deluge in a paper cup There's a battle ahead Many battles I lost But you never see the end of the road While you're traveling with me There's a hole in the room